Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number 70 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. So we are in the heart of the LCSs right now, and here to break it all down is our good friend, the captain of the Miami Marlins, their fine shortstop, Miguel Rojas, who is wearing his Chris Rose Rotation t-shirt in some exotic place. Where are you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm excited to talk to you again, but uh, from this time, not in season, you know, like enjoying the vacations, enjoying the family from uh, the beautiful Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. So uh, one of my favorite destinations, actually, in the off season, I've been uh, kind of uh, a regular here at this uh, Hard Rock uh, Hotel. And uh, I mean, enjoying the family, enjoying the downtime. I know where I wanted to be, you know, as a baseball player, especially watching the, the playoff right now. I mean, it's so excited. You always want to be in that in those games, man. The, the series in Atlanta uh, a couple a couple days ago, the, the, the homer that Freddie Freeman hits got me, got, get me boost pumps and, and want me to be there, you know. And, and that's, uh, that's one of the things that I want to be doing. But uh, at this time, I'm, I'm joining you from here. Yeah, listen, bro, it's okay. I know you want to play. You want to play those meaningful games. But if you can't do that, Dude, you're in a sweet place right now. Is that one of those all-inclusive places? Yeah, all-inclusive. Oh. You know, like you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to bring your wallet or you just have to have some cash on you so you can tip the people so nice. The people in Dominican Republic, is the, for me, it's my favorite part to come because the people is so nice. So uh, serve like the people who serve you, serve you with such a, I don't know, heart and kindness that, I mean, it's always nice to come back here and, and feel that and the breakfasts are my favorites oh yeah do you just load up you just it's one of the buffets right and you just crush yeah but the thing is like dominican food for me is oh. one of my favorite for breakfast so i had the mango which is uh the the smash plantain mm-hmm. with uh salami and like some fried cheese and fried eggs the best this you is better be working out too. man you better be working that stuff off don't just eat that because you're gonna end up gordo like me I know, I know. I need to, uh, I need to give my body what it wants, so I can, I, I re- re- recovered all the stuff that I left in the season. So now, after, after this, this week, uh, it's gonna be all work again. All right. So you're not working out at all. You're just letting your body chill and just have fun. And you and Mama and the kids are just chilling, right? Exactly. I'm trying to let this finger come back to Ooh. normal. You know? Come on, dude. So oh, that looks still, horrible. Look at this. Look at this. It's, like this is my range of motion right now, so I have to I have to stop working out. I have to stop like doing everything that I, that is baseball related right now. Give me give me a month, give me a month, and I'll be I'll be back in a, in in baseball shape in no time. All right. Well, for those of you that are audio only, uh, first of all, thank you very much for joining us. The other thing is is that so Miguel was trying to show us his range of motion. He cannot get his uh, his pointer finger even close to his thumb at this point. That's come on, dude. That's, that's horrible. I know. I know. I need to get something done. I'm, I'm trying, uh, the, the, the goal right now is trying for, for this time, not hitting, not doing anything, not lifting weights or anything, uh, to recover and trying to let this finger, uh, get the inflammation out. And if if that that doesn't happen, I'm going to have to do something, um, maybe surgical. So, uh, to get it repaired, but, I mean, that's part of the, the job, and all I want is for in 2020 to be 100% and get ready to go. All right, so listen, we're going to make a rule because you injured the finger when you were diving back to first base this year. 
I am going to buy you as an appreciation gift for being a member of the Rose Rotation some oven mitts. What are you going to get? Okay. I'm going to get oven mitts with a Rose Rotation logo <laughs> on them. So every time you get on base, your first base coach can hand you your oven mitt, and then you'll like run it. the bases with the Rose Rotation oven mitts. Deal. Let's go. I like that. You'd wear it on the field, wouldn't you? Yeah. For I'm already wearing something that is pretty close, you know? It's like this big. It's out of yeah. your hand, you know? I don't know how base Steelers can I use that and actually like stay on the back, you know, like Trey Turner or for example. So he's still a back the other night. So he, he went head first and his hand would like barely stay on the back because he have the, the kind of the hole protector on the hand. So that's why I always go feet first now. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's smart. Uh, you also had a chance to go visit your mom, right? Yeah, I did. It was uh it was amazing. Uh spent time in Venezuela with her was uh, one of my favorite times uh throughout all this process with her because uh I mean I kind of get to I kind of get to know my mom again, you know. After mm-hmm. such a long time, I haven't been at the same place at the same house with her for like 15 days and this experience was amazing because uh I got to do for her what she did for me when I was younger, you know, when I was a baby. So this is how life works, you know. Actually, you become a, a, a bigger man, a good father, a good son. And at the end of the day, you have to give them back whatever they give you when you was younger. So uh, it was a, a great experience, a learning experience, because I never, I never was with my mom disconnected before. In uh, these circumstances, helped me understand what she needs, what she likes, what she loves. And uh, I mean, made me made me remember that I'm, I'm not 14, 15 years old anymore. You know, I'm, I'm on my own now. So for people that have been following your journey on the Rose rotation all season long, we talked about this at the beginning that your mom has been battling cancer. Um, how's she doing? How's she feeling? I mean, she's, uh, she's battling. Exactly. That's, uh, that, that's what I, I will, I will say of this, uh, of this situation right now, she's fighting, she's battling, she's, She's uh, doing whatever she can to continue to live a good life. And uh, I mean, all the treatment, all the um, sacrifices that she's doing is to continue to live life and trying to be happy, as, as happy as she is as a, as a woman, you know? Uh, so strong, man. It's, I, can't even, I can't even explain you like how strong you have to be to go through all that process, you know? Just the people who have to go through it is the people who can tell you how hard it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just to live life and, and to continue to be a, a, a bright life for us as a family. Uh, because like, like I, I told her before I came, I came back, uh, I told her, hey, you was all, always was the light for this family. So now it's time for us to give you that light so you can continue to go. That's great. Well, please send yeah. our best. And I'm happy that you, you get to spend time with her and uh, we'll continue to do so in the off season. That is wonderful. I'm going to share with something with you. I, um, yeah, you know, both my parents have been gone quite a long time. My mom passed away 14 years ago. My dad died uh, nine years ago coming up. Well, I don't even know what day we're on right now. We're taping on the 18th. So I actually, I think it would be tomorrow, nine years ago tomorrow. And a good friend of ours who used to be his neighbor when he was uh, older, he was 81. And this was a day before his 81st birthday. I didn't even know they had done this. They sent us maybe 10 days ago. They sat down and did an interview with him. 
right before he turned 81, they were having him over. His birthday was right around Thanksgiving and none of us could be in town. So they had him over. We were very thankful for that. And they did a 40 minute interview with him. And we just saw the interview and they sent, they emailed it to us. They were like, Hey, we were going through some of our files. We had this of your dad. And I sat there and I watched it and I was like, Oh my, it's amazing. It was, I said, I was glued to, I had tears in my eyes and, um, you know, it makes me, I was very close to my dad, very, very close to my dad. And, uh, it just makes you miss and appreciate all the time that you do have with your, your loved ones there. So I'm happy you get to enjoy her. No, that's that's why it's important. Like you say, uh, one day you want to wake up, uh, wanting to give in a hug, you know? And, uh, so I'm, I appreciate every little moment. Like she just texts me something and, and, you know, like I appreciate that text because, uh, I know at some point I'm not going to have it and uh, I'm going to miss it. And, right. and it's amazing. It's amazing how, how close you can get to your, to your parents again, you know, mm-hmm. after being away from so long, you know, right. I got like, like we talked about it before. I, I got away from home when I was 16 years old and uh, I didn't get to enjoy uh, the company of my parents for so long. Now that I, I get to, I get to spend 10, 15 days with her. It's, uh, it's extra motivation for me to appreciate every little moment. So that's why it's another, it's another reminder for, for all of you that, that listen to us and, you know, uh, not just with your parents, you know, for, for, for uh, athletes, for if you're, a, if you're a baseball fan, appreciate the guys that, that are playing for your team right now because at some point they're not going to be there anymore and you're not going to enjoy Jock Peterson uh, hitting with, uh, with barrels and hitting homers in, in the postseason, so appreciate and enjoy your boys while, while they're playing for your team. Hey, you know what? While we're there, uh, we're going to kind of zigzag all over the place, but for people that remember, Jock Peterson was your minor league roommate in the Dodgers organization, so when you yeah. saw him bounce out there wearing pearls, what were you thinking? Man, he, he's that kind of guy, you know? Like, I I play with Jock, and one of the things that Jock uh, have is uh, he don't he don't really – he don't really care about what the people want to say, you know, he's just going to do it. He's just going to throw it at you. And that's why he's special. You know, he's a special guy. He's, a, he's, he's part of a special family. And I'm, I'm so proud of him, you know, because uh, all that he have to go through when, when he come up to the big leagues, he didn't have a, uh, the best uh, rookies like performance or rookie year. You know, he, uh, he have to wait until his chances in 2015 to, uh, to do what he did and and actually um, make a make a name for himself because he was a, such a big prospect in the in the Dodgers organization and he uh, he got so much pressure on his shoulder that when he became the the player that he could be in the minors when he became that guy in the big leagues that's when I knew he was gonna be good because uh you know he's a guy who who can impact the game from many different ways you know like the Braves were already a good team but when they got jog and they got in the opportunity to play. A little bit more, not just platooning. I mean, I, I knew it was going to be good for them. Dude, he's got some serious swag. That thing that he does with Ron Washington when he rounds third base and comes <laughs> to full stop on his home runs, that's yeah. some amazing shit he's doing. Uh, I mean, I, I, I know Rob is going to find it, but the last homer that he hit against uh, Churcher happened last night, right? So, you know, they, they put a, a postseason logo on the, on the foul territory on the first base side. He rounded that yesterday when he hit the home. <laughs> 
So I, I saw, and I saw, and I remembered something that we did in spring training together in 2013. So I remember we got a, we got, I don't remember his name, but we got a, a base runner um, coach that, that he was always like with us, but uh, he's a, like a big swag guy. You know, he's, he's the kind of guy that tells you, hey, if you look good, you're going to play good. If you feel good, you know, you should like, you should be loose and, and playing the, the baseball with some kind of, you know, swag and flair. And he always say, when you, when you get a base hit that you already know that a base, that is a base hit, you don't have to run straight up to first base. You just have to give it like like the little lane, you know, like get your get your angles. And I I, I mean, you're always gonna boss out of, out of the box. But I mean, I know I know Jock from that day. Every time he hit a, a ball like that, he always like take this big turn that always gets me because he's I, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's swaggy. I think uh, my ten homers that I hit a year, I'm gonna do that every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but he hit some moonshots like he. He's hit the furthest home run so far in the playoffs, and so he can do his thing. By the way, true yeah, or false? Been, man. True or false? Before yeah. every game with the Dodgers, he used to eat ice cream. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if he if he was before every single game, but I know he's a he's a candy lover. You know, <laughs> he's, he can eat, he can eat some ice cream and and some candy. In AAA and AAA, he did. He he, he ate a, a lot of a lot of ice cream and a. I just played with him in the big leagues for a little bit. So after after 15, I went to do the Marlins. But I, I know, man, a, a jog and I got a good relationship, and I'm so happy for the for the things that he's doing. You like his hair? Oh yeah, I. You remember I, I got blonde hair too, early in the year. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my kind of look and my style too. So I Dude, like he it. Wear, he wears it. Hey, friends, we have an important message from our good friends at Dugout Mugs. Uh, There's a lot of companies out there that are having issues with supply chains and inventory, and so everything is kind of backordered. We don't want you to get caught on this thing. So we want you to order from Dugout Mugs for a holiday gift. So for Christmas, for Hanukkah, for Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate out there, get your orders in now. Use the code word JOMBOY at DugoutMugs.com. You get 35% off. I'm going to repeat that. You go to DugoutMugs.com. You place your order right now using the code word JOMBOY. You are going to get 35% off. So do this early. Take care of it. I know we're in October. We're not even at November yet. That does not matter. Get your homework in early. That's what the teacher would say. So Chris Rose tells you to get your order in early. It's dugoutmugs.com. Use the code word John Boy. You're going to get 35% off. It's as good a deal as the Black Friday deal that they were going to run with. 35% off. It's very simple. Go out and do it. Get it as a gift for that someone special in your life. You can even get the Chris Rose engraving, although I suggest something that's way cooler than that because that dude is kind of a loser. But go do this now dugoutmugs.com keyword john boy 35 off order it now so there's a lot of braves fans out there they're like okay we won the first two games of this series against the dodgers but we've seen this monster and this story before it's the same thing that happened a year ago albeit mm-hmm. different circumstances back then they played seven straight games here we've got travel we're playing in full stadiums that's not the way it was it was a neutral site last year all that sort of stuff Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Braves are going to hang on here, or do you think that your old team, the Dodgers, still have it in them? Well, for me, it's, this is my personal opinion. You know, they learned a lot from last year. You know, that was the first time that the the, the, the Braves, this this Braves team, faced the Dodgers in that situation. You know, they mm-hmm. went up 
to nothing. And uh, I mean, like you say, you explain already the, the different circumstances, but they learn from that. And I know Brian Sneaker and their guys in their in their blueprint in their in their in their dugout. They know what they need to do to keep these guys like that. You know, like you see the way that he's uh, managing their bullpen. You see how uh, they're bringing kind of Max in every single night. Alex uh, Jackson. Uh, these guys are pitching over and over because they know what they need to do to keep these guys down. You know. Uh, the Seagulls, the, the Mookie Vets, they know, I, I feel like I already know what move is coming, you know, when when this part of the lineup is coming or mm-hmm. that part of the line is coming because I've been facing those guys so many times that I know their weapons. I know what Will Smith with, will do to uh, to the last part of the, of the order. Uh, even when last night he changed some things up, he threw a fastball first pitch to uh, Trey Turner. He doesn't do that often. He threw a fastball to Trey Turner and he almost clipped him and, and hit a homer. So he hit a ball to the warning track where Rosario catching in the warning track. And um, those are the kind of things that they they can't let that happen, you know? They have to stay with their strengths, and I think they're going to – I really think they're going to win the series. So let me ask you this. As a, as a guy who faced the Braves 19 times this year, why the hell weren't they better during the regular season? I mean, I know they missed out on Acuna. They added all those new outfielders at the trade deadline. They never got Soroka going this year. Mm-hmm. But, man, when you look at this team, with all due respect to the rest of the division, which wasn't very good this year, why did they only win 88 games or whatever they won? And why did it take them till August to be first mm-hmm. place in the division? Oh, that's a good question. And and our division wasn't wasn't that good, you know. Uh, for me, for a, for a team to win 88 games in that division, tells you about every other team, you know. You have to face the Mets, you have to face the Phillies, and you have to face uh, Washington and us. Like, all the teams were kind of, you know, uh, really good at the beginning. You know, I think we, we beat the Braves the first two series of the, uh, on the year. One in Atlanta, one at home. And, and the reason why they're so much better right now is because they, they I, don't, I don't know what happened, but in the playoff, these guys are pitched different, you know? Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't let you face the middle of the game guy. You know what I mean? So you're going you're gonna to face Matt Free for five or six. Then they're going to give you right away Maxey, Jackson, Will Smith. They're going to give – actually, Char- I, I'm surprised that Charlie Morton haven't been in the bullpen, you know, for mm-hmm. one of these games. He probably will be. So they're not going to give you a chance to face like a middle of the, a middle of the game guy that you face during the regular season. And actually, you take advantage of that. So they did the same thing against us last year. They they swapped us in in the NLCS in, a, in the NLDS mm-hmm. right last year. Three games right away. Why? Because they pitched amazing. You know, free Ian Anderson and I don't remember the the other starter that they had for last year. But they threw six innings, then no breaks. You know, it was like Jackson, Max uh, Smith. Uh, Melanson last year that was it you know you're facing the best of the best and they they found they found the best and I mean if they can keep that going I think they're gonna go a long way so is there anything I know you just picked the Braves and you think that they're gonna end up winning two of the next however many games in order to advance to the World Series but with the Dodgers if you're a Dodger fan you're panicking but if you're a Dodger player do you think that those guys are panicking or no no, I don't, I don't think the players will, you know, because the players always going to have their, their back, you know, like 
I feel like with the success that the Dodgers had in the last couple of years, last decade, to be honest with you, because they're, they're running away with, with the division every single year, until this year the Giants did what they did. I mean, they're not, they have nothing to really prove, you know? They've done it before. They won a championship last year, and they were in the same situation last year, you know? All, uh, for me, all they're saying in the locker room is, hey, you know what? We was in the, in the same situation last year, and we, hold, we wasn't even playing in the in Dodger Stadium, mm-hmm. you know? So they're going to go back to Dodger Stadium. That place is going to be rocking, you know? 50,000, maybe 60,000 people because they're going to be people in the parking lot cheering for them. And the only difference, Chris, they don't have Kershaw. Kershaw is a big, big-time guy for them when he take the ball at every fourth day, every fifth day in the in the in the playoff, even whatever the result is, Kershaw is really important for them, and they don't have it. You know, they have mainly three starters for yeah. this series, and they're using Urias out of the bullpen a lot. Yeah. So I don't know if Urias is going to be able to start and game a game again, given five or six innings. No, that's the difference. Is that the right now, the Dodgers and the Astros are one, at least one starter short. They're just one starter short, even to make all this math with the opener and a lot of bullpen games and all that sort of stuff. In order for the math to work, they're one big arm shy. And I'll be Mm -hmm. honest with you, the Braves are attacking this in a totally different fashion. You have not seen Max Fried come out of the bullpen. You have not seen Ian Anderson come out of the bullpen. You have not seen Charlie Morton come out of the bullpen. It's I love it when teams do that, and the Red Sox were extremely successful in 2018. They had only five guys start their 14 playoff games, but all five of those guys also came out of the bullpen at some point. And I thought Alex Cora was a wizard that that postseason. And that's what Dave Roberts and Andrew Friedman and all the decision makers with the Dodgers are trying to do here. But they're one mega arm short of maybe pulling this off. But if you're the Braves, why you want to bring your starters out of the bullpen? If your bullpen is the best bullpen in the in the playoff, you know. Well, that's, that's why that's why I'm saying because it's different for the Red Sox that actually put their closer out of the out of the this last series because uh, he wasn't doing good the last part of the year and in the first series of the of the playoff. You know, uh-huh. they 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 feel like I I feel like Alex Cora and the Red Sox feel the pressure of you know what. I need to get my reliable guys, my hat in, you know? I'm not saying that Barnes is, is, is not a good pitcher or, or any other reliever from the Dodgers or any other team are, are not capable of doing the job. It's just you got to use your hat hand, you know? That's what I yeah. learned from watching from the distance and actually playing for a team that, that we want to get to the playoff. I mean, our, our strength in the Miami Marlins is a starting pitcher, you know? Uh-huh. You're probably not going to use five, you're going to have to put some guys in the bullpen. So that's why I understand what the Dodgers are doing. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people that are complaining about Dave Roger, Dave Roberts and his decision-making in game two, bringing in Urias when he had um, he had Kenley Jansen back there ready to go, and uh, he had Gratterall ready to go. But you know what? He had two lefties in that eighth inning. He had Rosario and Freddie Freeman, and Urias is throwing the ball great. Why not? You know, why not bring him in? It... No? Yeah, I know. And what, what I'm going to tell you is uh, this is going to happen regardless, you know. Dodgers fans are going to want excellence every single time. And I'm pretty sure they were, like, surprised when uh, for game five, 
they started a, a reliever. So Canelo giving an inning, Gradelo giving a second inning, mm-hmm. and then Urias pitch four, and then nobody complains about that. Everybody, everybody applauds what they did because it went, it, it happened. Because it worked. I mean, it worked, but I'm not, it's not going to work every single time because it's baseball. And that's the beauty of this. You know, you have to have not just the talent, you have to ha- be lucky for sometimes. Oh, yes, you to, do. Like to be in situations because, uh, I mean, that's the perfect case scenario. You know, you bring Urias against uh, Rosario and Freeman, you get two outs there, you know, because Urias is being so good. And like Freeman is called, Rosario doesn't he left it that, that well, but it's baseball. He's, that's why he's, baseball. A, he's a big league player, you know? It's amazing the, the way that the things work sometimes. Hey, gang, look, nobody's perfect. People strike out with the bases loaded. We saw people missing short putts in the Ryder Cup. Sometimes you come up a little short, and it happens in the bedroom as well. But our friends at Get Roman want to help you. So go to GetRoman.com slash now. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for all forms of EED. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional is going to work with you. Sit down. If medication is required, it gets sent free with two-day shipping to your home. So the great part about this, no doctor's office visits. You don't have to stand in line at the pharmacy. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. So getting started is really simple. GetRoman.com slash JohnPoy and complete an online visit. Take care of your form of ED today. It's GetRoman.com slash JohnPoy now, and you get 15 bucks off your first month. Once again, that is GetRoman.com slash JohnPoy. If medication is required, two-day free shipping. Get started now and save 15 bucks on your first month. All right, I got to ask you about a defensive question with Corey Seager. Should he have taken a step to his right? No, no, no chance. Tough ball. The only thing that I, that I, I mean, after the fact, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I'm a shortstop too. I would have yep. backhand that ball too, trying to make a play. Okay. But for me, it's uh, the only way that I think Seager could have done a little bit better is put his, his, his body in front of that ball. That's what That's I'm saying. Yeah, thing. he's got to take what Taking just be- a step to the right, maybe. Mm-hmm. Taking a step to the right, or or actually take take a step back and block that ball. If you take if you make that out of first base, great. But the thing is, here's 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 what I'm thinking. When that ball is hit, remember that's a base hit in two two thousand years of baseball. I don't know how many years we've been playing baseball. That's the only. This is the only year, or maybe last year, or or three years from from now. That that ball is not a base hit, a clean mm-hmm. base hit to center field. You know right. what I mean? He's playing right behind the pitcher. Remember, when Candy Jensen threw that ball, he actually made trying to make the catch. And that arm, that body is on the way. I've been in that situation before. You're playing right behind the pitcher because that's your that's your spot mm-hmm. that they ask you to play. You know, I mean, kudos and my hat off to the front office and the people who's doing analytics. They put in the shortstop in the right, in the perfect spot, but that's a tough spot to be because you have Jensen doing all of this and that big body right in front of the, the ball. And you have probably you have the umpire around there too. That's a tough ball, man. I mean, that, that shouldn't be an error. I hope it's not an error. No, it wasn't. But I mean, that's a basic, of course. But for me, the only thing that I would have done different now that I can tell you is maybe block that ball and keep it in front of me. 
doing the circumstances that, I mean, that run is the winning run, you know? Yep. You got to do whatever you can to keep it in the infield. That's what we always tell the little leaguers, but you, you made a great point because you've lived this. You have stood back there when there's a big old pitcher in front of you and you're like, damn, if this, if this is a rocket shot right at me, what am I going to do? You know, people are saying he should have come up with that ball. I appreciate your perspective. That's why we have you on the road. You can see, the, the thing is, you can you can see it right there. Kenley trying to catch a ball, you know, mm-hmm. and all that all that action right there is is in the middle of the play. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure Seager was blocked. You know, if he come up with that ball, people is not even gonna give the the credit and the recognition that he needs if he come up with that ball and make that out, because they're gonna say, oh, he should have made that play because it's a short a big league shortstop. You know. It's not that easy. So I'm I'm telling you that's a tough play. And I mean, if I'm if I'm Corey Seager and I'm his teammates, I'm saying, hey boy, you know what? It's a tough play. I mean, you did everything that you can. Keep it up. Hang with him. Hang with him. Yeah. All right. Let's quickly move to the ALCS. Uh the day we're taping this is uh game three. So we're back at Fenway at this point. And Carlos Correa continues to do his thing, man. Say whatever you want, have whatever feelings you want. Dude, when he pointed to his wrist, were you laughing your ass off or what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I like it. That's another thing that I feel like it's, it's not disrespectful. It's something that he's doing. It's his time, you know? I don't know if he's, uh, if he's saying it's my time to, uh, you know, to, to go back to the World Series and help this team win and tell you that, I mean, we're a good team and we're ready. Or it's my time to be uh, to to get about to get paid, you know? Yeah, that's so hey, it's getting closer to getting I mean, time I'm, to get paid. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for him because I know um uh, how good for baseball he's been and you know the all the things, the criticism and, and all the stuff uh with uh, with the situation a couple of years ago but Carlos and, and the Astros continue to uh to prove that they're they're a good team, you know, they're good hitters, they're good they're good players and they continue to prove that they uh they 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 build to do good things in the playoffs. Yeah, but we can we can agree on this. They brought this on themselves. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, what what happened is indefensible. We can all say that other teams were doing it. I imagine other teams were. I don't think that they were using the video the way that the Astros did. I don't think the trash can banging. I wish all of them had owned it up. But I really think that Carlos Correa likes being the enemy. I think he thrives on being the guy where everybody's booing him and people don't like him, and he's okay with that. Am I reading that the right way? I'm pretty sure he's not proud. Like, like you're saying, he's not, not proud of. No, no, I'm not saying position, he's proud of it. But he's happy. He's, he's, he can handle. He can you know handle I mean? it. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's happy. You know, and he say, "Oh yeah, the, I I want the boost. I want that." Because I don't, I don't think he's that kind of per- person or player. But at the end of the day, there's people who can handle that, and who that's people who like he handled the right way. You know, they got some accusations again from from some from some players in the White Sox. Yeah. And what they did, they came out and hit in in, in Chicago, and they scored like nine, nine, 10, 11 runs. I don't know how many runs they scored. Couple homers, doubles, whatever it is. And they slug again. You know what I mean? Because they're a good team. They're a good. They're good players. They did what they did. But I, I agree with something that Stroman say. Stroman say we can. I mean, I'm. You can do or you can think whatever you want. You know, I'm. We're not gonna say here that 
I mean, they were is they're, they're right or they did they did something right, they did something wrong. Everybody has their own conclusions. But for me, we have to move on and accept that they're good players and they're really really good team when they come to the to the playoff and do that whatever they're doing. I think it's all fair. I do. And, and by the way, I don't. I think if people are still mad, they can be mad. Like if you're a, if you were a Dodger fan or you were a Yankee fan, or if you're just a baseball fan, you didn't like the way they went about it. It's fine. You can still be angry. That that's, that's, that's fine. But I also say don't be mad at people who have moved on from it, because yeah. we all handle things differently. There's some players in the league who already move on, you know, and at the end of the day, I mean, you're not here to Josh, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, they're going to be, they, they, they already, they already did the, whatever they, MLB did it, all the, all the things that they need to do about the case. They, they put the, the whatever this, this, the, the things that they have to put in place for them not to do it again and for not anybody to do it again. Mm-hmm. So it's over, you know, let's move on and, and let's try to enjoy baseball the way it is. Yeah, because the baseball has been great. It has been special. There's no question Amazing. about it. Do you, do you um, lean one way or another between Boston and Houston? Man, that's a pretty tough, uh, pretty, pretty close series. I feel like no, none of them pitch well, but they hit a lot. You know, yes, I mean? they do. So <laughs> I, I think I think it's a, a prototypical American League series where uh they the the homers are gonna be there you know they're gonna they're gonna hit a lot they're gonna score a lot of runs and i like what what i'm seeing right now from the american league teams you know they're uh they're finding the way to go through innings because it's not easy to go through those liners man and especially when a guy like kike hernandez are is is doing whatever he's doing right now i mean i just want to text him and ask what kind of bat he's using so i can try it in the off season you know it's amazing it's 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 been it's been fun to watch. It's only fair since you guys were traded for one another. Exactly. Um, do you know him at all? Uh, not, just between the lines, you know, just in the at, at the at the ballpark and uh, like p- playing against him. I never played with him uh, because I got like you say, we we got traded for each other. He went to the Dodgers. I came to the Marlins. But I heard I heard just good things about him. Uh, the kind of the kind of player and the person that he is in the clubhouse, really energetic, and uh, I mean, it's it's fun to watch whatever he's doing right now. It's amazing and fun to watch, man. It, have you ever been on, maybe not this good a run because this this is unprecedented in playoff history mm-hmm. what he is doing right now. But when you're locked in like that, what is it like? I I remember one one time in 2019 I hit a. I hit homers in, in, in three consecutive games. And then in my fourth game, I went like three for four, right? Like, and I have like a really good week. So I, I got, I, I hit four homers. I, I went like extra, extra, extra bases every single day for that week or something like that. And it was something amazing. And something that you see here with Kike Hernandez, he's not trying to hit the ball the other way. He's being the hitter that he is. You know what I mean? He's, it's not just Kike, it's the other pitchers not adjusting to what he's doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the other pitchers are not like changing something on him for him not to pull the ball, you know? 
because everything is pull. That's a that's a kind of hitter he is. He's pulling the ball in the air. He's trying to do damage. That's why he's hitting doubles and homers that way. I haven't hit. I haven't seen one base hit to the other way from kicking. So for me, it's like it's not just pitching away because that's not. I, I don't think that's the that's the solution at this point. It's kind of bust him in, trying to make him quick inside. You know, I haven't really seen. The other day I saw it. I think it was a. Uh, um, the reliever from from Boston, uh, the Dominican guy who threw a, a fastball inside, really close to him, and then I think he got on with the slider. I think that's the kind of that's the, those kind of things that the pitchers have to do against a a guy like him that he's so hot pull side, mm-hmm. kind of making making speed up a little bit, trying to pull the ball a little bit more, like pull a foul, so that way you you start to create a, a bad habit, but that's probably gonna take one or two or three at bats. For him to do that, well, yeah, we'll see if it continues. It has been uh, fascinating. So that week where you hit homers in three straight games and extra base hits, all were you the National League Player of the Week? No, I didn't. Uh, I think so, someone someone threw a no hitter that week. That's ridiculous. A, yeah. All right, so a, that ain't fair. That, that that doesn't automatically. It's the most crutch thing that we do when with weekly yeah. awards. Guy throws a no hitter. Great achievement. I'm not saying it. But freaking that was one game. One game. Yeah. If you do it and you go have five or six great games, what has a bigger effect on your team? Well, definitely the hitter, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and I understand. And I, I mean, uh, I thought I had a good chance, you know. First, because I hit, I, I never hit that many homers. And, and then I went and hit three straight games against the Diamondbacks. And um, it was amazing because I, I, I like four game series, I, I got like 11 hits or something like that in, in, in a four-game series. And then uh, I went somewhere else and, and continued to hit good. And, um, I mean, I would, yeah, I was expecting something like that to happen, but I, I think someone threw a no-hitter or something like that and, and gave it to the pitcher. Ridiculous. I'm going to go call the league office on that one. They should <laughs> give you retroactively. They should give you a National League Player of the Week award. I want one of those Just because for you. Yeah, I mean, three uh, three days in a row hitting a homer. That's something that uh, is special for me, and I think uh, one of the the biggest accomplished personal accomplishments that I that I've done so far in my baseball career for sure. Very good, good for you, man. Um, so congratulations, you are the all time major league record holder when it comes to managerial winning percentage. There you go. You are two and zero. Oh. You got another win this year against the Phillies. I am so happy for you. Take me through the entire day. What was the best part of it? <laughs> oh, the best part was preparing for this day, man. I got so many people involved, you know. Uh, I got people out of their places to uh, help me do things that day. Uh, I got the, the bullpen coach being my pitching coach. I got the opportunity that, uh, that Pablo came back. Pablo Lopez came back that day from an injury and actually pitched a couple innings the last day of the season. That was amazing to take the ball from him and see his, like, his smile, you know, like, I'm back, I'm, I'm healthy, his arm feel okay. So uh, I got our massage therapy guy as my bench coach. So uh, I put him right there. I, I had so much fun with him, Koji Tanaka. You, you, you can see his, uh, his uh, jersey there in the video. And, right, well, um, hold on, I got to so, ask so you many that. People, if yeah. you take your massage therapist as your bench coach, does that mean that he's got to be rubbing your shoulders the entire game? That's what I would do. 
No, I didn't ask him for that. I didn't ask him. I, I asked him for like, hey, go get me, go get me a, a coffee. I go get me a, go get me some flower seeds. Go get me a gun and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, he, he wasn't rubbing my back, but he was like right there. I, I'm asking like uh, 300 times a day, hey, Tanaka, is everything okay? Are we okay? And he always like, yep, everything is in, <laughs> is in place. And you know, these Asian, Asian guys, you know, like uh, they're really, they're, they have everything like under control, you know, like they know what to do this time, that time, their, their, their core awareness is so much better than a, a Latin player or something like that, you know, because I, they always like have everything in control, you know, like Ichiro was, Ichiro knew where the bad were, uh, what to do at this time, what to do at that time, what time to stretch and stuff like that. And that's something that, uh, that Tanaka does really good. So okay, I need so him as my, as my bench coach. Well, you know what, Donnie, Donnie's going to start sweating his gig, man. If you keep winning games <laughs> like this. Uh, he's probably going to ask me for some, uh, some advice against the Phillies for sure. Because I'm, I'm two and all against the Phillies. I don't know if I can do it against any other team. <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen, if, if he, he could be, let you be, it would be like, um, you could be like the DH, you could be the, the DM, you could be the designated manager 19 times a year. You can go 16 and three in games that you manage against the Phillies. And all of a sudden the Marlins are in contention. That's a good idea, man. I mean, uh, I mean, it's, it's done before, you know, uh, who did it? Pete Rose. Well, he was, yeah, he was a player manager. Yeah. He was the player last manager. one we had, uh, you know, uh, I can, I can, I can play shorter and still like make some decisions from, from over there. You know, if I, if you need me to do it. Were you, were if you, temp- man, if it's, if it's for, for the, for the benefit of the thing, I'll do whatever. I know you will. Were you tempted to put yourself in? Oh yeah. I got an opportunity where I have my, my spikes on and everything because uh, we was like sh- kind of short bench it because uh, uh, I started Sandy, Sandy Leon behind the play, uh-huh. but he just want to get an at bat, you know, like, uh, I mean, I did it because uh, I mean, Sandy as a total professional, not just on the field, but off the field with our pitching staff. He didn't really want to play the whole game and he's a veteran and stuff like that. And I, I took him out for people to recognize that the good job that he did the whole year. You know, we end up being with four catchers in the roster. We have plenty of guys, but they, they were all catchers. I was the only infielder like in case something happens. Uh-huh. So taking Sandy out of the game, taking Pablo early off the game, we need a lot of pinch hitters for that spot. So I needed to do a couple of double switches for for the catcher to be in the pitcher spot a couple of times. But, uh, I mean, I got an opportunity where it was really close for me to pinch it. Dude, so you're, you now know how to manage a playoff game because those guys aren't going more than two and a third, it seems like, anyway. So you got this whole thing figured out. All you have to do is get your team to the playoffs, and then you can manage. Exactly. Yeah, that's the, hard, that's the hardest part, to win 90-plus uh, 90, 90 games uh, during the regular season. And we know how hard that is, man. That's why you have to take your cap to for all the teams that, that win uh, 90 something games and they didn't make it. Uh-huh. Uh, the Blue Jays, the Mariners, um, all of these teams from the, from the National League. I don't know if any other team from the National League won more than 90. No. Uh, I don't know if the Reds did it or not. But no, they didn't. They, I mean, they would have made it. Yes, man. When, when these guys, uh, when these teams win more than 90 games and still out, you know how hard it is to make it to the playoff and be in the position that these teams are in right now. All right. Um, so did you, did you have an exit interview after the season was over? 
I did, yeah. So uh, I talked to the media for a little bit. They uh, they asked me as a, as a manager what I think and whatnot, but that's it. No, I'm talking what? about like your your exit interview with the team. Like usually at the end of the year, you'll talk to the team. Maybe the manager, the GM will be there talking about the future and stuff. Like was Jeter in that meeting with you? No, no. I just talked to uh, I just talked to Kim and you know Kim and our uh-huh. our GM, and I talked to Donnie about uh, next year. Uh, good things, good th- good things coming. I'm staying in Miami, just so you guys know. Uh, hopefully for a couple more years. So uh, uh, good things coming. Uh, we already talked about our future and and what what this team needs to improve to get better for next year and, and start for every player. You know, every single player needs to put the work in the offseason so they can get better individually. I feel like the organization is not gonna get better. If every single player don't go to the offseason with the thinking that they need to get better as well. So everybody needs to get better on their own for this team to get better. And I know they already said that, I mean, they're going all in. They're going to uh, they're gonna spend. They're going to try to bring uh, the best free agents that they can bring to make this, this team better. So that's something that is always excited to, to, to listen, to watch. And uh, I mean, at the end of the day, all we need is... Uh, is be in the same boat to be uh, to be contenders. So a few things. Um, you said that you talked to Kimming ab- about your future. You had your vesting option kick in. We talked about that. Are you talking to them about an extension? Uh, all, all, only thing that I can tell you right now that is is yes. We're we're talking. This is this is this is something that uh that is the first time uh, sharing with anybody okay. other than my agent and my family for sure. But yeah, we're we're talking. We're uh, we're we're. I'm happy. I'm happy that they approached me the same way that I was thinking early in the year in spring training, and then during the year, uh, I always wanted to be here in Miami, and I want to continue to be here and be part of this organization when we actually uh, we actually take that step towards uh, towards the, the 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 part that we want to be, which is a winning team, winning franchise. So. Uh, I've been here for the for the up and downs, a lot of downs, but I want to be here for the ups too. So great, uh, we're getting really close, and I'm happy to uh, I'm happy to share that with you guys. That's great. I'm really excited for you. Let me know. All right. Well, uh, you know, John Boy Media, we want to put out the info because you're part of the family, man. Well, I'm, I'm giving you I'm giving you the the, the first couple steps of uh, of the the breaking news. So I'm. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to share it with you because, uh, and with John Boy, uh, the opportunity that you guys uh, give us players to show that part. You know, uh, I mean, we're thinking about the city. We're thinking about the team. It's not just, you know, like a baseball career. Uh, I wanted to be in Miami. They want me there. So I'm, I'm so happy that things work out the best way. It's great. Very exciting, man. Very, very exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you thank you. Get as we like to say, get that paper. Get that bag. Get that 100%, bag. 100%. <laughs> um, you talk about the community. I loved one thing I saw with you on your social media. And I know other players have done this around uh, around great baseball cities as well. You gave away a bunch of baseball bats. You've been doing this the last few years, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this started, uh, I think, 2018 or something like that. And I started just – it's organic, man. You know, 
This is something that I don't do. You see all these people here in that video? It's because of what I did that year, you know? And then and after that, every year after that, at the end of the year, the last game of the year, they show up and stay there for expecting something, you know, from from my heart, from my team, from 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 my locker, you know, because I, I share this 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 year and the whole the whole grind I share with the with the fans too because they they come to every game. Sometimes you don't have time to stop and sign for them because you're getting you're, you're in the grind of things. You know you're mm -hmm. you're trying to get ready for the game. You're trying to stretch. They call you from the stands and you can't really stop because the national anthem is here and I need to get ready for my first bat because I'm leading off and it's really hard to stop every single time. And we didn't have that connection with with fans in 2020 or 2021 because of COVID. And we didn't have like the BP passes and stuff like that, that they're really close to you. So for me, do things like this for, for our fans, for people who support us the whole year and get all that love back in social media, people who know me, texting me back and saying, thank you for doing something like that and get out of my way to do something like that for them. It's really special. So I don't do it behind any recognition or anything that, that I want to be, you know, I want to create something that, oh, I do this and, you know, like I, I do it because of I want people to come to me or whatever. I do it organic. I, I, I just have a lot of bats that I don't use anymore during the season. And instead of throw it away, I put it aside and then I sign it. So I, I gave up like, I don't know, 20 something bats that day plus another 30 or 35 pair of batting gloves uh, to the people outside. And like I said, Say I, I do it just because it's something that it, it makes me feel better about the whole city and the whole and the, and the whole community, and I'm 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 happy that they like it and they show the support that they do. So it makes you who you are, man. I love hearing these stories, and I know those fans they are very very fortunate that they have you not only as a great player and uh, ambassador on their team, but just a guy in the community. You care. It's exactly who you are. It's why people love hearing you on the Rose Rotation. So I just want to, on behalf of all those fans, thank you. Thank you. It's awesome. So Man, good that you do it. No, and, and it's, it's good to be back here. I, uh, when I send you that message, I really mean it. When I, when I told you that I was, uh, I was missing being part of the rotation and, and, you know, come back and talk to you and talk to, to fans because uh, when I'm talking to you here, I know I'm, I'm reaching a lot of people, not uh -huh. just from the, from the Marlins or from people who follow Chris, uh, Chris Rose or John Boy Media, I, 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 I found a platform to go to a lot of people, stand just, uh, just United States. Uh, now we're gonna have, we're gonna have fans in Venezuela, Dominican Republic, uh, Japan, everywhere, everywhere we go, we're gonna have a lot of people. So looking forward to continue to talk to you and, and the fans. I love it. Hey, we're not done yet. I got two other things. One talk is it's always fun with the rookie dress up. I saw, uh -huh. on, I saw on your Instagram you. Had a couple of the guys dressed up as Teletubbies, which was yeah. remarkable for those of us that, you know, have kids or had kids that used to watch. I mean, that's great, by the way. The tele Where the heck do you find the Teletubbies outfit? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Those were one of my favorites because uh, we got a couple of Dominican guys who actually did really good this year for the first time in, in their big leagues careers. And, uh, I mean, we needed, we needed to keep it simple because, uh, you know, like you can go, you know, at a – out of the order because they're going to be in the streets and you have, you still have to be professional when do things like this. And when you have a thing like the Marlins that have like 
nearly 18 rookies or something like that. You have to find some kind of different teams, you know? So we have a uh, boss like here. We have Woody. We have the Teletubbies. I mean, the Teletubbies was one of my favorites. And I mean, kudos to a store in Miami that uh, have all these outfits. We <laughs> threw a clown there. So we made Jazz a clown. He was so happy. <laughs> we it, made so uh, for people that are a couple Mario <laughs> Brothers characters. It was amazing. Yeah, for people that are uh, audio only, we're showing all the video. Please check it out on our YouTube channel. You, you took them to Times Square and had them pose in a picture. I think I think that was the best part. So this is this is how we, how we did it. So we drop everybody in Times Square. I mean, everybody was invited. You know, not, not just the rookies. All the veterans were there. We make them take a picture with one stranger and have it on their phone in order for them to take the, the room key. If they don't have a picture on their phone when they show up to the, to the hotel, they couldn't, they couldn't get the, the room key. So they, they, they was going to have to, uh, I don't know, like go to a different hotel and order and like actually like get their own room, uh, room uh, in, in another hotel room. So for me, it was, a, it was a special because uh, the guys show up with a picture with a random guy you know, and uh, that was amazing. It was a it was a really fun time. That is excellent. That is excellent. All right. I want you to get back to your family and enjoy your trip. But before that, we're going to spin the wheel of moderately interesting things. I've been very right, lazy. I haven't come that. up with new topics uh, for a while. So let's see what you're going to land on. Okay. Hopefully it's one you haven't answered. And this one is I don't know if you've done this one fasting. This is uh, the fast food. Maybe you've had a, a few uh, adult beverages at night. What fast food are you driving through to get at like 1 a.m.? I, I, I saw you did this with Winker and he yeah. said uh, Waffle House. Oh, my God. Waffle House bring me. I mean, mine is not Waffle House because in Miami we don't have we don't have any Waffle House. But in the minor leagues, I end up being in Waffle House at 3 a.m. in the morning. Just, you know, like thinking about that 044 one, once again. So, uh, no, for me, it's McDonald's, you know? Uh, oh. Yeah, McDonald's is, is, is mine. I mean, I, I love McDonald's since I was like really little in, in Venezuela. We have McDonald's in Venezuela, but uh, uh, I still, I still love, uh, uh, I love for the, for the good French fries and, and a cheeseburger, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and by the way, you're living in dangerous territory. Now that you got two kids that are what, younger than five, five and younger, right? How old are you? Yeah, five and nine, nine months. Right. My, my daughter. They're, that's a real problem age because, you know, it's one thing for them to get like the six piece nuggets, but then you're like, mm -hmm. no, 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 you get the 12 and then you end up eating like seven of the nuggets. And afterward, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. Exactly, man. And how about the how about the ice cream and the oh. dessert? You know, like well, see, if they, if they ordered a Sunday or something like that. I mean, you're going to have to order one, you know, well, at I'm least a cone. I'm a McFlurry guy and I don't know why because I get really pissed off. Like if you get an Oreo McFlurry, they put all mm -hmm. the Oreo chunks on top. On top. Uh -huh. And after after like this much of it, then it's just the vanilla ice cream. But it is so much vanilla ice cream. I'm like, can I find one Oreo bit in here somewhere? <laughs> that's 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 why it's good for me because I love the vanilla ice cream from McDonald's. So I'm I'm just a con uh, vanilla con ice cream. So oh. I like that. Okay. All right, that's fine. Miggy, as always, it is great hanging out with you. I love, uh, love catching up. And I think we're going to do a World Series preview. We're going to try and get a few guys together and uh, have that come out on the day of 
game one of the World Series. We'll know the participants. We'll, we'll break it all down. How's that sound? That would be great, man. Looking forward to do that. And uh, I mean, it's always it's always nice catching up with you and with all, all the people here, man. Enjoy the enjoy the postseason. Enjoy okay. the game. Don't be nervous. You know, the other day you was kind of nervous before the game starts, you know. <laughs> just sit back and enjoy the show. You're not throwing a ball. You're not hitting, you know. Just just relax and, and enjoy the game. They're 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 getting paid uh, to make you uh, to make you uh, appreciate the game. That's you're, it. You know what? You're right. You're a hundred percent. And what you what people what Miggy's talking about is I I tweeted. I said I don't even have a team that I'm rooting for. It was before Game Five between the Dodgers and Giants, and I said I'm just nervous. I'm nervous because <laughs> I love the energy. I love the feeling, and my team's not even playing. And you were like, dude, just enjoy the game and i'm like you know what you are right you are right. but it didn't help because for the next three hours i was still yelling at the television oh yeah that i mean that's a i mean that's what a baseball fan is you know i'm, I'm happy for you because i i don't i don't get that feeling you know i i actually like study the game and think about possibilities and, and stuff like that so uh, I'm happy that you get the feelings of, of being a baseball fan. Yeah, absolutely. All right, listen, go enjoy your family. Go enjoy your vacation. Miguel Rojas of the Marlins, it is great seeing you. And thanks to everybody for watching and listening and consuming the Rose Rotation. We will continue to do this uh, here on John Boy Media. For our producer, editor extraordinaire, Robbie Chiracco, and the captain of the Marlins, Miguel Rojas, I'm Chris Rose. We'll see you next time on the Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.